Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot and now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. Buck, how you doing, man? I'm great. I am great. I'm great. I'm not as uh, tired as you are having done free agency frenzy, so I'm fresh and ready to go, ready to pod. By the way, this time change, I love it in the evening, but man, does it suck in the morning. <laughs> oh, Brutal. Absolutely. Are you doing morning? Are you guys do, still doing morning workouts with with the high school team? Uh, yeah, they just we don't care about that. They they figure it out. God, like, man, you are building a tough. Look, what a tough group of kids you're building there. I'd have been complaining about that, but <laughs> that's why you guys are playing in a state championship game, man. It is what yeah, it is. That's, that's cool. guys got tough kids. Uh, we had a lot to get I, to I today. What was that? I would have taken you to the zoo. I would have taken you to the zoo. If you're complaining, I take you to the zoo. That means bear crawls and duck walks. So we can go see the zoo. Go oh, see you that. would have taken me to the zoo one time, and then that would have been it. <laughs> I've been playing basketball. Uh, all right. Let's get to some of this news. We've got really free agency frenzy. We're going to get to a lot of these signings that have taken place. Uh, as we're recording this, we're still waiting on Aaron Rodgers. I anticipate, you know, three years from now, we'll still be waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make a decision. I mean, goodness gracious, it's taken forever. Um, but we do have a lot of free agency signings that we will get to. But I want to start, first of all, with some trades that have gone down. Uh, the first of which 
is uh, is one that just went down a few a few minutes ago, and that was Darren Waller getting traded from the Raiders to the New York Giants. I had heard this morning and talking to some some guys that the Giants were very much in on uh, on Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys that they were you know they wanted to make an investment in the tight end position. They still have Daniel Bellinger, but they wanted to add a playmaker uh, to that group. I did not see Darren Waller coming. What was your uh, your thoughts on that for a third round pick uh, for the Giants? Great move, great move because. Let's be, as they're presently constructed, he'd be the number one option in the passing game. And so when you think about Brandon Dayball and how he has been able to create mismatches and do some funky things with his creativity, this gives them an anchor to the passing attack. I'm sure they'll add another receiver somewhere down the line, whether that's free agency, whether that's via the draft. They'll continue to upgrade the weapons around Daniel Jones. But it's a great move for the Giants because it gives Daniel Jones a playmaker over the middle of the field someone who can maybe dictate coverage, meaning command a double team so everyone else is free and make the game a lot easier for Daniel Jones. For the Raiders, it's a little puzzling uh, on the surface because you think about Darren Waller, the way that he was able to be so productive for a short stretch where he was, I mean, one of the top three tight ends in football. But stylistically, when you look at Darren Waller, and we talked about this before we went live, stylistically, he's not necessarily what Josh McDaniels has had in New England, meaning he's not a traditional wide tight end. Um, he's not uh, the inline tight end that you put alongside the tackle and you kind of play big boy football. And so even though um, he was a great player, he's not a great fit. And when you take your eye towards the 2023 draft class, there are a ton of tight ends. And yep. so you get a cheaper model, you get a chance to reset the thing and allocate the money elsewhere. That certainly has to be in play because this isn't a checkers move. This is a chess move where you have a couple of other moves in play now that you've made this trade. Yeah, and we've both got buddies on the coaching staff as well as in the personnel department there with the Giants. And, you know, talking to them at the at the senior bowl, talking to them at the combine, the focus was we got to get more explosive. We're too slow on offense. We need more dynamic players. Obviously, you have Saquon in the backfield, but they want to get some guys out in the route that can really run and that can do things, not only get over the top and make plays, but run after catch. Um, and be able to make some things happen. So I was thinking wide receiver with that. They actually go to a tight end. I think you'll see them uh, add a wide receiver along the way here, Get just get faster and more athletic. So I get it from their standpoint, uh, them making this move. But I also understand it, and you mentioned the two main points. Number one, stylistically, Darren Waller's not a fit. He's not a fit with the way they want to play there with the Raiders. And then I have 11 tight ends with uh, with top three-round grades in this draft class, meaning I think they're going to be 11 starting tight ends mm -hmm. emerge from this draft, which I think last year, I believe we had three or four go in the first three rounds. I think we're going to see eight, nine, ten go in the first three rounds this year. It's stacked. So they can get that guy. It's a cheap starter. Uh, you use that mm -hmm. savings from Waller to the savings you have now with this cheap starting tight end you can get in the third round. And now you allocate that money to the defense, which was terrible last year, uh, and then had six free agents. So they need to they need to upgrade that group. And I think this I think they have twenty seven million dollars in cap space as we're recording this right now. Uh, I'd like to see them use some of that money go get some defense. Yeah, they have to. And so you think about all those things when you're making a trade. You certainly have the conversation with the people who are responsible for the draft. Uh, what do we look like in the draft? How deep is that position? Oh, it's plentiful. You talked about eleven guys can graze in third round or higher. That 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 is enough where you can make the move in second, third round. You can get a guy that you feel like will be able to replace Darren Waller. May not be able to do it right away, but you can get that production at a cheaper price point, and that enables you to kind of do things in other areas to try and get this team up to stuff. Because remember, when you look at the moves that the Denver Broncos have made in free agency, 
they're going to be a factor in the mix. The Kansas City Chiefs are certainly always a factor. And then the L.A. Chargers. This team has to find a way to climb over two or three teams to get in conversation and consideration to be a playoff contender. Uh, moving Darren Waller maybe helps them uh, make a step in the right direction. A couple other trades I want to get to here, and then we'll get into some of these signings. But uh, let's get back to the to the Ramsey trade. I don't think we've had a chance to visit and discuss that. Your thoughts on that one? Uh, he goes to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, relationships matter. And I would say the relationship that matters in this one is Brandon Staley and Vic Fangio. Brandon Staley was a defensive coordinator for the L.A. Rams. Jalen Ramsey had a lot of success that one year that they were together. He moved Ramsey around outside, inside, depending on the matchup of the week. I am certain that Vic Fangio had a conversation or two with Brandon Staley. Hey, how do I maximize what Jalen Ramsey can bring? How would he fit in in our defense? What are the things that he can add to our defense that will help our defense go up a notch? Those conversations had to be had. Also, what is he like in the locker room? What is he like when it comes to responding to coaching and those things? When you get those things checked off, you're the Miami Dolphins. It makes you feel better about bringing them in. And when you look at their team, there's been some conversation about maybe they move on from Xavier Howard or whatever. I think both of these guys together give you an opportunity to better match up with the teams within your division. If Aaron Rodgers is coming to New York, you need to make sure that you have enough firepower to deal with the Jets because they'll be a different team with Aaron Rodgers on the center. We think about what the Buffalo Bills have with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and those other guys on the outside. And then the New England Patriots at some point they're going to be better and challenge you in a different way. You can never have too many DBs. Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey gives this team like a nice set of bookend corners with Jalen Ramsey also being able to move inside to play the star position. Yeah, before I piggyback on that, I want to give Nabil permission. Nabil, he, Nabil's only about 15 feet from me right now. If Roger, if the Rodgers things goes down, just, just come on in. Are you good? Okay, he's not being recorded right now, but he's giving me a thumbs up, so... To be bird dog in that. So let me know if anything uh, anything goes down there. Uh, Buck, I want to take the other side of it and look at the Rams because I, I think a lot has been made of, uh, okay, they go for it. They're all in, you know, mm -hmm. screw them picks, the whole thing. And then people say, oh, now they're, you know, now they're aborting that plan and now they're having to pay the price for that. And I, I think it's something that we said at the time, but I don't know if we, you know, if, if we talk about it enough. And that is knowing where you are as a team and that determines mm -hmm. your strategy. It's not an overall you know, organizational philosophy of we just don't believe in draft picks. Uh, we're only going to go out for star players or we only believe in draft picks and we're going to build from within and we're not going to go outside. I think it's about knowing where your window is, knowing when it's time to be aggressive. You know, you think about baseball, they hunt mm -hmm. one pitch in one zone and that's where you're going to take your full swing. Um, they had their shot. They took their shot. They won a Super Bowl. And now, okay, there's, they've seen that Super Bowl window close. And now you've got to change strategy. Now you're trading veterans, you're getting picks, you're collecting picks. You know, I don't want to say it's a it's a race to the bottom, but they're probably going to, you know, they're not going to be a great mm -hmm. team next year. Maybe there's a, a lean year or two along the way, but they'll rebuild the roster that way. I think it's not it's not you know one or the other. I think you got to know where you are as an organization. And I give them credit for at this point in time realizing okay, it's a reset time. So I saw this stat on Twitter, and you got don't quote me on it, but. It made sense. It, it seemed logical. So when you think about the Rams in the last five years, two Super Bowl appearances, one win. Yeah. Third most victories in the National Football League over that time frame. DJ, as baseball fans, you talk about windows and opportunities. That five-year run is a nice run. Mm -hmm. But 
you can't sustain that kind of level of success unless you're the New England Patriots when they did for 20 years. But that's a nice five-year run. You reset, and then you try and have another five-year run like that. But at some point, the bills were going to become they were going to become due, and you're gonna have to pay the piper. And so this is their opportunity to do it because when you look at the team, Matthew Stafford um, is still a really good quarterback, but he's nearing the end of the line. You look at the rest of the team. Aaron Donald has already talked about retirement and those things. This is your opportunity. If you're Sean McVay and Les Snead, okay, here's where we're at. We need to make sure that we reload, uh, rebuild the roster. Let's find some young stars that we can build around or pass the baton to, and this would be the next generation of guys that help us get back to where we want to. And it may be two, three years before they're back to being relevant, but now was a perfect time for them to hit reset. Yeah, I think the Philadelphia Eagles are a great example to follow there for the Rams. That's a whole they, – they changed out the majority of that roster and used every avenue possible in terms of trades, getting extra picks, uh, smart free agent moves, you name it. That's how they revamped that entire roster and went right back to a Super Bowl. So uh, I think this can turn around you know, rather quickly for the Rams. I think it might be a couple years, but I think they can get this thing uh, right back to where they were. Uh, all right, the biggest trade we've seen thus far, again, who knows when this Aaron Rodgers thing is going to go down, about the number one overall pick. It went, it was something we talked about on the podcast before. The team that made the most sense to be the most aggressive was the Carolina Panthers. Thought it made the most sense for the Bears to get the biggest return. You're going to get that the further you go. So they go down to nine. Um, it ends up bringing them a haul here. They get the ninth pick, the 61st pick, which is a second rounder this year. They get a one and 24, a two and 25, and the best wide receiver to change teams this offseason in DJ Moore, who's a, who's a legit number one wide receiver now for Justin Fields. For the Bears, it's everything that, that we've talked about. We've talked about moving out, trying to figure out a way to upgrade it. Also, to me, this is Ryan Poles kind of validating some of the things that we talked about when it came to this draft class. Uh, at the top end, very good, not necessarily great when it comes to the personnel and the talent. And so if you feel like you don't have like a true number one overall pick, meaning a transcendent player, a Miles Garrett at the top of the board that will come in and completely change your defense, you drop down and you accumulate more picks. It also gives you an opportunity to look at your quarterback, Justin Fields, and say, okay, let's add around him and see. Because now at insurance, I have multiple picks in the first round next year where if Justin Fields is not your guy, you now have an opportunity to go back in the quarterback market with guys that we talk about. One that may play out west and another one that plays in the south, maybe near my hometown. <laughs> and so now you have two young quarterbacks that you keep your eye on. And you can do the compare contrasting with Justin Fields all year, where if you need to go back into uh, the draft waters, you can get a player um, that is better positioned because you can reset the rookie contract and you'll have more weapons on your team already available. And so it gives them an opportunity to do similar to what the Philadelphia Eagles did, because let's make no mistake, that was the situation that they were going to do with Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts doesn't play at a high level, they can go right back in the draft this year and do it. He played at a high level. Uh, they continue on. They'll hitch their wagon to Jalen Hurts, and away they go. The Ch Chicago Bears have an opportunity to follow that blueprint. Yeah, I, look, there's so many different holes in this roster, and I, we talked about it again, about how far do you trade down, and there was, oh, you don't want to get out of the range of Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, the two premier players on defense in this draft, and maybe even throw Tyree Wilson in the mix. 
this team has so many holes, and offensively, they're so bad. you you got to be able to evaluate this next year. You've got to be able to evaluate Justin Fields. So I, I thought it made more sense. You get down to nine, you're probably going to get a chance to get the number one, if not the number one, the number two offensive lineman in the draft mm-hmm. uh, who's going to be a plug-and-play guy. Now you get all these extra picks. You pick up a couple of lottery tickets in the future here uh, with those future picks. Uh, but to be able to, to take pick nine, get let's say to get Skaronsky, uh from Northwestern, who's plug-and-play, whether you mm-hmm. want to play him at guard or tackle, and now you've got DJ Moore. Now th- those are two nice building blocks, new additions to this group, and with all these extra picks you've got, at 61, you can get one of the best interior guys in the draft. You can get a really good interior offensive lineman with that pick. So um, I think this offseason, they, and they've done some things, we'll get to these free agent signings in a minute, on the defensive side of the ball. Lots of holes there as well. But I think this draft, it makes more sense for the Bears, young quarterback. Let's get some of these young guys in place and let these guys grow together. Yeah, it, it also um, plays to a conversation that we've had in the past a couple of different times about uh, what's the best way to make your team a playoff contender when you've been bad for a while? Get one side of the ball up and running yep. where you may be dominant on that side while the other side is is coming. And so now if you're the Bears, even though Matt Eberflus comes from the defensive side of the ball, you're saying, let's get our offense up and going. We have a quarterback that ran for over 1,000 yards. Let's see if we can surround them with talent and playmakers where maybe we can win eight or nine games on the strength of our offense being able to either outscore you or control the game because we can run it, shrink the game, and then maybe Matt Eberflus can find a way to kind of pull a few rabbits out of the hat to keep us in games and maybe win some of these games. To me, it makes a lot of sense. Let's see how good we can get on offense, and then that will determine what our next move is next year in 2024 in the offseason. How do we approach it to kind of get that team back up another notch um, when it comes to building the squad? Yeah, this is the foundation that you're pouring here uh, for the Chicago Bears, and it's going to give you a chance to really fairly evaluate your quarterback. Um, We are going to take a quick break here, Buck, but before we do, I want to tell you that I'm uh, broadcasting today from uh, Nabil's Closet, and we have, look at this little guy here. Look at this little guy. He travels with this little. uh, We have, we, oh, you know what? Be careful with that because I'm sure that Nabil keeps that little Aaron Rodgers bobblehead. I am sure that bobblehead is right beside his pillow every night. So when he says his night, he goes through his nighttime routine, I'm sure he kind of rubs the little Aaron Rodgers bobblehead to make some comfort. It's almost like the nightlight. I don't know what number Jordan Love wears, but he's he's going to have to get a new Jordan Love bobblehead (laughs) here to go. Uh, All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and hit on some of these free agents. We'll do that right after this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
style. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All right, Buck, let's get in on uh, some of these signings here. Let's start, first of all, with the Raiders. We, we talked at the top about the trade they made. Uh, Darren Waller moves on. They trade him to the New York Giants for a third-round pick. Uh, new quarterback for the Raiders is Jimmy Garoppolo. Three years, 67.5, uh, $34 million guaranteed. It's kind of that middle-tier uh, quarterback contract that we didn't know if it was going to exist. We thought there's a top shelf, and then it's down at the bottom, backup money. Uh, that's a good middle-tier quarterback contract. Good middle tier contract. Good contract for the Raiders. Um, it solves a couple of things. It gives you the bridge quarterback, so it doesn't prevent you from being able to take a quarterback in the draft. Uh, you have someone who's very familiar with Josh McDaniel's system, so you should be able to get up and running and win games while you're breaking in a young quarterback or he's working there. Jimmy Garoppolo has proven already that he is a good teammate when it comes to being in a quarterback room with a young guy that is maybe gunning for his job down the line. 
So this works for the Raiders and where the Raiders are. Also, because of the inherent knowledge that Josh McDaniels has with Jimmy Garoppolo, he can build an offense that should allow him to play through his strengths. This team should win games. And so I would expect to see this offense play at a high level, regardless of the subtraction of Darren Waller and what may happen down the line. This team still has enough weapons. They have enough firepower to be able to get it done. Yeah, they, they still have some work to do on the offensive line and uh, definitely on that defense. But there's still guys to throw the ball to there for Jimmy Garoppolo. My, my point on this one, um, it, you can say Derek Carr is a better player and Jimmy Garoppolo is a better fit. I think that's a way to kind of mm -hmm. summarize that. Yep. And one of the reasons is it's so, it was such a weird year the year before. You know, the whole thing happens with Gruden. Uh, then Basaccia takes over. They make the postseason. And then all those guys are gone. And here comes McDaniels, and it's the, you know, the Patriot way, and the way they do things is a little bit unique. And you just know, and I'm reading into this, but you've got to believe when you're not having immediate success, how could there not be chatter in the locker room? You know, we, we did it the other way last year, and we were winning games. Like, why are we doing it this way? Yeah. I think now you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, he's going to be able to take the upstairs message downstairs and say, hey, no, guys, this I've seen this work. I know this. Maybe you don't like this out of the other, but this is how it works. This is what they're trying to do. I've seen this result in championships. I think there's there's more buy-in there, and I think there's more of a connect between your head coach and your quarterback. Absolutely. When the quarterback can deliver the message, that's when you yep. have an opportunity to have success because Jimmy Garoppolo has seen this way. We, the Raiders' new way of doing things that comes directly from New England, he's seen a result in a couple of championships. You're right. He can become the messenger when it comes to the locker room and making sure everyone understands, hey, the extra time, the time that we're devoting, why we do this, here's the why behind it, and eventually it will lead to success. Yes, that has a lot to do with it. And let's be honest, whenever you take over a situation, we always talk about when a new regime comes in, they typically find a way to get their quarterback, their mm -hmm. guy. And so Jimmy Garoppolo in the short term will be Josh McDaniels' guy. Yeah, they also bring back another familiar face in Jacoby Myers. He moves from the Patriots, uh, signs with the Raiders in free agency. He gets three years, $33 million. Um, You look at some of these other deals, Buck. Tell me what stands out to you. Not a surprise, Kelsey. He re-signs with the Eagles. I think we all anticipated that was going to happen. Just a one-year deal. Uh, makes him still the highest-paid center in the league at $14.25 million. Jesse Bates was a big contract uh, mm -hmm. Four years, $64 million. He goes to the Atlanta Falcons where they had a desperate need. And going back to the Bears, Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, maybe let's start there. Tremaine Edmonds, four years, $72 million, $50 million guaranteed. Uh, I think Brett Coleman had posted this on uh, social mm -hmm. media. does a, a nice job and talked about Tremaine Edmonds. Maybe you want to go back to a little bit of that cover too. Um, run that a little bit more there in Chicago, the Eberflus. Now you've got kind of that seam runner in cover two that they had with Erlacher with all that size and length, which is a little bit more difficult to navigate around. I thought that made sense because they, you know, remember they trade Roquan uh, mm -hmm. to the Ravens. So uh, that was the swap out. Yeah, the move always go. It also go, accompanies uh, the move that they made was it TJ Edwards uh, yep. coming over from the Philadelphia Eagles. So now you have two guys uh, and linebacker. And there's a lot of conversation of why would they invest so much money in off the ball linebackers? It's because of what you just pointed out. This is a team, Matt Eberflus, who is Rod Marinelli's disciple. He believes in that. He loves that. He loves the Tony Dungy stuff. They're going to play hard. This is going to be simplistic by design. But, man, it's going to be very effective because the execution should be at a high level. You now have a linebacker in Ed Edwards who gives you the ability to run down the field. TJ Edwards can jump into that wheel position. He can fill the gaps. And they can play the style of defense that they want to play. The next steps from a defensive standpoint 
Who's the edge rusher? Who's the inside player? Because to play that Tampa 2 system, you need someone that can impact the middle of the defense and give you that pass rush ability, and you need somebody on the edges. That would be the next part of it because the money or the resources are poured into the front seven, not necessarily the back end when it comes to playing that style of defense. Before we get to some of these other signings, I actually was talking to, to a coach the other day, and he was telling me about uh, a player that they had that had signed elsewhere and said the decision came down to two places. And a lot of times we think of, okay, you know, is it close to where I grew up? Um, is, it, uh, is it a coach that I'm familiar with? Is it the weather? You know, what is it? And uh, this coach said it was a fascinating conversation with the player, and he said it came down to, while there was a lot of things in favor of one place in terms of proximity to, to home, uh, familiarity with coaching staff, all that kind of stuff. He said, well, I, I've I've got a chance to play on a Sunday night team and I, I don't want to go play for a mm -hmm. Sunday afternoon team. In other words, he's like, Ooh. this team is a prime time mm -hmm. team. E everything you do matters there. You're going to be playing mm -hmm. meaningful games. It's a team that's a winning, it's a winning team versus going to a place where we're going to play, you know, one Eastern every week on Sunday afternoon and just kind of disappear into the abyss. And he's like, I, I, he had a, he had been on a really good team, had a taste of that. And that was the deciding factor between the two. I thought that was an interesting way of looking at it. That is an interesting way of looking at it because so much of what we think players want is the money and the money certainly has to be within reason, but everyone wants to win. DJ, you and I both work in front offices. It's a grind when your team isn't Oof. winning, when you're on the road and your team is terrible. Uh, it's, it's not a lot of fun and that you can look at you aging dog years, it seems like when you're losing. <laughs> and so players also sense that the work is too hard to do if you're not winning. And everyone, no matter what, everyone is still that seven-year-old kid who dreams of playing on the big stage, hearing their name called out and playing for Super Bowls. And so to me, that statement kind of lets us know players still, they still want that. Man, winners want to win. You want to be in a winning environment because the, the fun is in the winning. That's what that it, it appears that that's what that coach was kind of sharing. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, Washington, uh, they franchised Deron Payne. They get a deal done with him. Four years, 90 million bucks. Uh, Jamel Dean, corner, he resigns with the Bucks, 52 million. Uh, that's over four years. Marcus Davenport only had half a sack last year, Buck, uh, but the ability is there. The tools are in there. And you're always going to see teams believing and buying into tools with pass rushers. Even though it hasn't, I mean, he had a good year two years ago, but man, that shows you how much people care about, uh, you know, defensive linemen. He got a one-year deal. What was it? 13 million bucks? One year, 13 million bucks with the Vikings. And I know he had other offers. There were multiple teams in on him. Half a sack last year. Uh, just tells you, yeah. you're, you're, uh, you're, bet you're betting on athletes and disruptors there, even when the production isn't there. First round picks, and we've talked about it. Per first round picks typically get two or three bites at the apple. Is no different than the interest that has been reported in Baker Mayfield by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, he's bounced around. He's done those things. But when you are graded as a first-round talent, because you have to remember, everyone still has their college grades on those players. And the first thing that you do is before you throw away the, the player is you look at the system. Well, maybe he wasn't in the right environment. Maybe our scheme will enable him to do the things that we thought that he would be able to do when we wrote these reports. So we're going to take a flyer on him and say that we have a better environment that will allow him to succeed is common. So Davenport benefits from that part of it. First round pick, first round talent. Let's give him a shot to play in a different defense, maybe one that fits his skill sets better, and maybe he'll be that player that we thought. 
Yeah, no, again, the, you're placing a bet there. At least it's it's a one-year bet that they're placing. Jawan Taylor, the tackle, uh, you know well from the Jags. He goes to the Chiefs. The Chiefs have not been afraid to shuffle through tackles over the last four or five years, and I do think it helps when you have Mahomes. I think it makes that a desirable location, um, and that's, mm-hmm. a, uh, that's a good move for Jawan Taylor there. Javon Hargrave, a very talented defensive tackle. He goes from the Eagles to the 49ers, which I think, by the way, might be – that might be one of the best rivalries in the NFL right now is going to be in the mm-hmm. NFC because it feels like it is the Eagles and it is the 49ers and then it is everybody else in the NFC. And that is going to be a collision course. I don't think they like each other. Uh, <laughs> you can see it in all the comments. Remember in the Super Bowl, all the Niners are coming out and saying, oh, no, they're going to get exposed. The, the Chiefs will expose these guys. Yeah. Not a lot of love loss between those two. No, not a lot of love loss. And it's a win-win for the Niners. You take a player from the team that you know, if everything goes according to plan, this is a team that we know we're going to face again on the way to the Super Bowl. So let's weaken them, upgrade what we had. Uh, I saw the number that uh, this contract they gave Javon Hargrave is the contract that they could have given DeForest Buckner a couple of years ago when they ended up taking Javon Kinlaw. So maybe mm-hmm. uh, they figured it out. LeBar's remorse. Yeah. Uh, we'll go back and we'll make it right this time. Uh, and so this is a really good player. Hargrave is a great player on the inside. And you just see, man, just the defensive line. The front line. We talk about the marquee positions in the National Football League. Man, it, it still comes down to pass rushers, uh, disruptive players at the point of attack, those quarterbacks, and those playmakers on offense and defense. Those are the ones that get paid. No doubt. Uh, Zach Allen, defensive tackle. He goes to the Denver Broncos, who were very busy uh, in what they did in free agency. They also uh, brought over Mike McGlinchey from the 49ers, an aggressive uh, free agency period here for the Denver Broncos and Sean Payton. I have one for you right give quick. Give me one. What Sean Payton, give, give, give me one. Please explain to me, or let's have a discussion. Jarrett Stidham. Yes, that is Going to the Denver one. Broncos from the Vegas Raiders. Jarrett Stidham started a couple games at the end of the year for the Vegas Raiders. Uh, yeah, they're bringing Jimmy Garoppolo over. But for him going to the Broncos, like, what do you think? At first sight, first glance, what, what are your thoughts when you saw him go, oh, he went to Denver? Hmm. My my first thought was Russ better play a little bit better. Um, even as much <laughs> even as much money as he's making, um, they have an alternative there. And again, you kind of look at that and say, "There's no way you could bench him with the amount of money he's making." I'm like, I don't think Sean Payton thinks like that. Sean Payton doesn't like to lose. And if this offense, you know, with a new coaching staff and some of these new pieces and getting Garrett Bowles back healthy, getting Javante Williams back healthy, if they're struggling like they struggled last year. He's not going to sit through a whole year of that. Sean Payton's not – he's not capable of doing that. So it's just a little insurance. And you look at the quarterback room as a whole in terms of this is the amount of money we have budgeted mm-hmm. in this room. And, I, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a little bit of a – it's a little bit of nudge to Russell. Hey, we're giving you pieces. We're trying to fill this roster in around you. But, hey, dude, you got to do your part now too because we got another guy over here that we like. We're paying a little bit of money. Uh, and he started games in the NFL. Love the move. I love the move just from that standpoint. Just in terms of Sean Payton being uh, an old school coach, yeah, Rush, you're you're a starter, but we're gonna make sure that we have someone here that can maybe push you just a little bit, just so you can't become comfortable. And so Sean Payton, he didn't say this, but you could tell in that original presser about seizing control of the locker room, reclaiming control of the organization. Sean Payton is letting everyone know, no, 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 it's my show. It's not Russell's show. It's my show. <laughs> And I'm going to make sure that he understands that this is my show and I'm not going to let you, whatever happened before me, yeah, we're not going to deal with that kind of stuff again. And so having a capable player at quarterback makes a difference because Russell knows that he needs to play well. If not, 
Jerry Stidham be over there ready to rock, roll in. No doubt. Uh, a couple more things, and we'll wrap it up here. Uh, Draymond Jones was a big one. Uh, he played great for mm-hmm. the Broncos last year. He goes to the Seahawks, a big addition to their defensive line. And again, they've got those two picks in the first round. I think you see them uh, address an, another defensive lineman with one of those picks as well. Um, this is the one I want to hit you on because this is a good scouting conversation. Uh, remember when we used to talk about uh, Belichick and what he looked for in offense and defensive players, and I went mm-hmm. back to that seminar from the early 90s that I you know, had been with a mm-hmm. scout who had been with him in Cleveland and uh, and gave us this presentation when I was with the Ravens and goes position, position, what he's looking for. I found it interesting. Uh, once they re-signed Jonathan Jones, Jonathan Jones is a corner. They gave him $20 million, $13 million guaranteed. And he's a good player. He's five foot nine, Buck. And then I looked at Jack Jones, who they drafted, who's played well for them, who's undersized. Uh, there's another couple other undersized corners. I, I think Bill Belichick, and one of the reasons, and I was actually talking to our, our, our good buddy Mike Mack on the drive into work this morning. We were we were kicking this mm-hmm. around. It was a fun, fun chat because you know, Bill Belichick has been successful because people think maybe he's curmudgeony and he doesn't, you know, he's old school, he doesn't adapt. No, he has he has done such a good job of finding out. Okay, everybody's going to zig, I'm going to zag. And with the yes. Pete Car- when Pete Carroll came into the league, and you saw that defense take off, and it was we are going to get all big, rangy, athletic corners, and that's what everybody was finding. And you know who wasn't appreciated? Those undersized corners who were really good players. And Belichick's like, I can yeah. scoop up all these good undersized corners in the late rounds, and some of them is is undrafted free agents. It's like an inefficiency in the market. Yes. He, done, he understands that. He also understands exactly what he wants from those players. The New England Patriots are very – it's funny because we always talk about them, the evil empire. We talk about, like, uh, on the surface it appears that they're very complex, but they're very simplistic in terms of how they play. They don't do a lot in terms of what they play. They're very fundamental, in how, and then they really focus on the execution. When I think about how they play in the back end, they want corners that have complete toolboxes. A lot of times, DJ, when we're sitting there in the stands watching the combine and watching the workouts, it's always the smaller guys who dowser you the most because of their footwork yeah. and their ability to do a bunch of different things. So we think about the Patriots and being able to play off, being able to press, being able to play man, zone, those things. In reality, the little guys probably give you a better chance to be able to be a little more versatile because they have the toolbox to be able to do those things. The one thing that you have to ask Whenever you have a smaller uh, corner, will they tackle? Yeah. Will their physical dimensions become a problem because they can't tackle and hold their own on the perimeter? But if you get a smaller guy, maybe an undersized guy that is willing to throw his body in there and is a solid tackler, well, then you get the benefits of more than likely a better movement athlete that allows you to do more things in coverage. Yeah, no, it's like going to Disneyland and getting on the fast pass. You don't, don't wait in that long line. Don't wait in that long line for those big corners. You're not going to get the one you like, man. Uh, you go to the front. You go right to the front of the line with those undersized corners. You go get there, get pick, pick your choice, a uh, piece of cake. Uh, yeah, Buck, that, anything that's, else that's you want to jump into before we get out of here? Oh no, nah, free agency is interesting. I, I, I think um, the conversation that we'll have over the next couple of weeks is. Now that we go through free agency and you've been able to kind of go through your grocery list and check off some of the things, now we'll do a reset and we'll be able to hone in a little more on what teams are going to look for in the draft because pro department and college department, they kind of work independently, but then they work together. What is the strength of the offseason market? Is it free agency at a certain position? Is it the draft in other positions? You take all of that, you balance it out, and then it changes your strategy for how you want to proceed and build the team. We now have a better feel for how some of these teams are looking to draft because they've checked off some boxes on their free season 
uh, on their off-season checklist. No doubt. And we'll uh, we'll continue to dive into that here uh, on the MTS pod as we go forward, as we march towards the draft. How does free agency impact the draft? We've already seen how the draft impacts free agency. Look at how these tight ends have had to sit out here and wait uh, to get deals done because of the depth. Look at the running back market and where that is. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw the off-the-ball linebackers go flying off the board in free agency because it's not a, mm-hmm. it's not a great off-the-ball linebacker draft. So uh, they're definitely related, and that's something we're going to get into, Buck. I got one more thing, one more thing. Um, yeah. uh, so you and I go way back, and I know you have some inside information. And Our producer is really upset. I know right now he's really worried about Aaron Rodgers and what's going to happen. And is he's, he going to I go with see the him. Jets? It's dark he in here, but I can Jets, see him. He's sweating. You know, yeah. if, he, if he's if he's going, he's sweating. He's upset because, look, that's that's been his guy for so long. He grew up with him. Like, Aaron Rodgers basically raised That's him. all he knows. And so, and so I just wonder, you think we're going to be able to get him a Jets jersey and Aaron Rodgers Jets jersey? Do you think Aaron Rodgers wears Do you think, like, the 12 tattoo that Neville has on his shoulder, you think we'll be able to carry that over and maybe allow that to work or – we have well, to do something else. I'm I'm looking at like, is there a way to make a twelve a heart, and then you can just put Jordan above it, and then Jordan Love, and, the, <laughs> and it's kind of like that's how he can kick save this whole situation. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering because, like fandom, when you when you have like your favorite player, like, do you stay with the team? Do you go with the player? Like, it's so hard. I've never really had an affinity for a player like that, but like this has to be. It's almost I'm sure like a breakup. Like yeah, it's, oh, it's tough. Sleep, you can't eat. Yeah, tossing and turning. I just want. I worry about the bill. I I, I, I feel like though. I feel like that's a negative way to end the show. So <laughs> I want to end it on an upbeat note. So in all, in all seriousness, how do you feel about the Tar Heels in the tournament, man? You think you guys are going to win this thing or what? What tournament? Baseball. How do you feel about what college World Series? No, no, basketball. The NCAA. I mean, season. Bucky. I think there's 160 teams to get into the tournament. You guys are you guys are in, it's right? Ba- no, it's baseball season. Baseball season, the Diamond Hills. I'm worried about the Diamond Hills. I'm, I'm okay. going through trying to figure out: Are we wearing all blue in Bosch? Like, yeah, it's baseball season. So, what are you talking about? so wait, did you guys not make no, no tournament, no NCAA tournament? No, it's baseball. It's baseball season. Like, what okay. are you talking about? Spring? Yeah, well, baseball. I'm excited because like, when I think of Carolina, I think of baseball. That's what I think of as oh, a baseball. Oh, that's school. what I think about too. The, di- the Diamond Hills, the Diamond Hills. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm not all baseball. The tournament at Carolina. Come on, man. What are you talking about? How does that happen? Reset. The ACC is not even any good. How do you not make the tournament? Oh, my gosh. Like, we, we didn't make the tournament because we weren't any good. Weren't any good. <laughs> on to the next. Sometimes you have a bad year. On to the next. Oh, well, we got to get out of here. because Now I've got – get Nabil's giving me his Marquette takes. Marquette. So it, he went to it. 15 schools. Marquette, <laughs> Miami, Wisconsin, Loyola, claimed, Chicago. Like, yeah. like they're 15 all different schools on his resume. Yeah, he all claims them. all of them. He claims all of them. Um, all right. Well, you can watch my Hoosiers uh, compete in the tournament, Buck. You're, you're more than willing to root for them. You can join me and Red on that um, one. It, it'll be a quick weekend. Quick weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. Weekend. I'm a little nervous about Kent State. I'm not going to lie. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us today. Appreciate you guys hanging. We'll catch you next time right here on Hoosier Sticks. rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is Aaron's. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime. 
or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain unlimited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.